0: Show them to all. Today's daf is Beitzah daf Yudal. If we are starting the top line at the two dots, and today's daf is sponsored. Leilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Byakov Maisha Her neshama should have an aliyah. And Leilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yechmiel, Mardechai, Ben Rabbi Chaim Heitner. His neshama should have an aliyah. And the Mishnah said, B'seich Kenu Matzufinah Ken Asurin. If he had designated two birds to be used on Yontif and they were inside the Ken, inside their little pigeonhole, inside their little nest before Yontif when he designated them, and on Yontif he came and he found them outside, or he found some birds outside. Those birds are usher because we assume they are not the ones that he had designated. The Gemara suggests, say, Let's say this is proof of Reb Hanina. He says, If we have an option to go with Reiv or Kariv, then we follow Reiv. Now, we had said yesterday that when trying to determine where a lost object came from, we use one of two principles, Reiv or Kariv. Reiv means majority. Namely, we assume that this item came from the same place the majority of these items come from. For example, a piece of meat found in a city where most of the butchers sell kosher meat is assumed to be kosher. Kariv means proximity. Namely, we assume that this item came from the nearest possible location. So since these birds found outside the or Ussur, and must be... Be that we assume that they come from the Rive, namely from somewhere else in this large coop, and they aren't from Kariv, the Ken they are right in front of, which is where they were the day before. This seems to be a proof to Reb Chanina that we follow Rive and not Kariv. The Gemara says, No, not Araya, Amra he says, Badaf, we're actually talking about a case of daf. As we said yesterday, we're talking about a case of a pigeon coop that has a board or a piece of wood on the outside on which many pigeons will rest. Therefore, even if we will follow Kariv and not Rive, the birds are still going to be User, because even though the birds were found right outside the original Ken, that's not considered Kariv, for Kariv is the daf, the resting bar outside the Ken, and these birds he found today. Even if they're assumed to be from Karav, are from somewhere else and not from the Ken that they're right outside. And Rava Amar, another reason why this is not a riot to Reb because Bishnei Zul we're talking about two Kinin, one on top of another, the birds of one Ken were designated, and on if both Kinin were found empty, and birds were found outside one of them. And Volemi you don't even need to say the case of Zimin that if he had designated the birds of the lower Ken, Volei Zimin he did not designate the upper ones, and he found birds outside the lower Ken, Volei he didn't find any birds outside the upper one, that's see those birds the lower one or usher, meaning that we're going to say that the birds that were inside the lower ken they ended up going away and these that he found outside they're really from the upper ken and they just lowered themselves to outside the lower ken and obviously you're not allowed to use them because you weren't mezalming them before betachtuna even if it was a case where he designated the birds of the upper ken and not the lower ken and he found birds outside the upper one and he didn't find them inside or outside the lower one those birds that he found outside the upper Upper Ken are also usr. Darmina, that we say, Hanach Azula that these birds from the upper Ken, which he had designated before Yontif they actually ended up going away. Vahanach, and the ones from the lower Ken, they climbed up to outside the upper Ken, and therefore they're not the birds that he had designated the day before, and he's not allowed to use them. And we concluded the mission of him, Aincham Elahain, if when he designated these birds, Erev Yontif, they were the only birds in the vicinity, Hare il Mutarn, then these birds that he found outside the Ken are mutter we assume they are the ones that he had designated yesterday. Now, the Gmaras Hechidami, what's the case? Even if you want to say, in the birds. He designated yesterday are actually able to fly. Eklamemar, we should say that Hanachazul Alma. The ones he designated actually flew away. Nenu and the ones he found today outside the ken are actually different birds. So it must be says the Gemara El Medadin. We're talking about birds that can only hop about and they can't actually fly. But we still have a problem. Ida Khamisham ama. If there is a ken within fifty amas of this one, idadu idadu. We still have to assume that they hopped all the way to that ken. Meaning they're able to flutter. They're not able to fly, but they're able to flutter and hop fifty amas to that ken. Vida ken. And if there isn't a ken within 50 amas, it's obvious that these birds that you found are mutter because they didn't go anywhere. He says, call a any bird which is only able to hop, it's only able to flutter, it's not able to fly in medada yosem chamishim it's not going to hop or flutter more than 50 amas. So, what exactly is the Chiddush of the Mishnah? we're really talking about a case where there is a ken within 50 amas of this one. For example, the kaim Zavis, it's around the corner. Take a look at the bottom right hand side in Rashi, we have two Kenan, they're with. In 50 amas of each other, but they're around the corner. Mauditema, you might have thought, Idadu, that these birds, they fluttered and they hopped their way to the other ken. the is, that kol the chazi lakane, then midade. If this bird is only able to hop and flutter, he will do so only if he can turn around and see his ken, then he's going to continue hopping and fluttering. The Eli, however, if he's not able to see his ken from where he is, he's not going to hop to the other ken, and therefore these birds are assumed to be the ones that he had designated yesterday and not different ones. And now the Mishnah brings these two cases that we had already learned about yesterday. You're not allowed to take an eli, which is a very thick, solid piece of wood. It's a pestle usually used for crushing grain. You're not allowed to use it to chop meat on it on yontif. Allows that. You're not allowed to take hides from animals, which are shechted on Place them on the floor in a place where people are going to step on them. That's because it's It's the beginning of the tanning process. And and you're not allowed to even pick them up. Only if they have a kazais of meat on them, and Beis allows this. And now the Gemara tells us, Tanu was taught, and they both agree, that if you did use this Eli, if you did use it for chopping meat, that after you finished using it for chopping meat, you're not allowed to be metaltolet, Beis Hill would say, once you already used it for your purpose, you're not allowed to be because it's a klishah malach And now Amr he says, machlekes be the whole machlekes, whether or not you're allowed to use this piece of wood, is specifically talking about Eli, this pestle. But when we're talking about a butcher's cutting board, everyone agrees, meaning even Beis agrees, that it's butcher to use. The Gemara asks Peshitta, isn't that obvious? Eli tana, the Mishnah says that the Homach is dealing with an Eli with this pestle. Obviously, you're allowed to use a butcher's cutting board. That's what it's designated for. It's designated for chopping meat. The Gemara says, no, mali temi, you might have thought garmi nami, that they even argue about whether or not you're allowed to use a butcher's cutting board. Tani Eli, and the only reason why the Mishnah says they argue in the case of the Eli, base hill, to teach you the power of base hills. Even though this Eli is a cliche, it's usually used for doing something that's usser, Nami, still it's permitted but they still argue in the case of the butcher's cutting board Kamash Mulan the chiddish is that do not argue in the case of the butcher's cutting board and Beishami would agree in that case that you're allowed to use it some say that he was teaching us that you're even allowed to use a brand new butcher's cutting board it was never used before it's brand new it's designated to be used by the butcher for chopping meat but it was never used yet and what's the chiddish you might have thought that he's going to change his mind he's not going to end up chopping his meat on it and it's going to end up being a tirchash and the Beishame would not allow that. Kamashma and the Khir is that Baishame would allow that. The Kamara asks the Beshami, look ashimluche, Beishame is not worried that he's gonna change his mind from what he wanted to do and that he's gonna end up being Iver Tirchleh. Fatan you have a brass that shows the Baishami is worried for that. Behishami Arian Beshame says, In my lichin Tabak Vasakin, you're not allowed to bring the butcher and the knife next to the animal, and vlei behema It's Tabakh Vasakin, you're not allowed to bring the animal next to the butcher and the knife. That's because if they're very far away from each other and you decide not to end up shechting this animal, it's gonna be a Tirchoshlay Lutsa. And Ubaisel i says, you are allowed to bring one to the other. Continuing with another case, Baisham i they say, you're now allowed to bring spices and a pestle next to the mortar in order to be able to crush them up. You're also now allowed to bring the mortar next to the pestle and the spices. Once again, because you might change your mind and then it's gonna end up being a tierchishla terig. So we see very clearly that Beshami holds that we are afraid that you might end up changing your mind and it's gonna be a So the Gemara says, No, Is that really comparable? we understand in the case of the animal, he might end up changing his mind there. The he's gonna say, Nishbakai let's leave this animal. It's lean, it's skinny, it's not very gishmak, Umay Let's just bring a different animal, the shmina that's much fattier, it's much more juicier than this one, and therefore it's gonna end up being a And Kadeir Nami in the case with the spices for a dish, he also might change his mind over there. The he's gonna say, nishmakai Kadeiro, let's just leave this dish, the tavlin that needs spices, chrisi. let's just bring a different dish, d'oy tavlin that doesn't need spice, and then it's going to turn out to be a tirchus But hach in this case, with the butcher's cutting board, Michael and Mamer, what do you want to say? Mimoch v'loy tavar. He's going to change his mind and not end up using the cutting board. Even the shachta, since he already shechted his animal, l'sevirakayma. So of course he's going to end up using the cutting board. He needs to chop his meat. So therefore, there's no chashash even in beishama that he's going to end up changing his mind. And the mishnah said beishama emrim einois You're not allowed to take the hides of these animals, place them on the floor and yantiv to be stepped on. That's because it's ma'abit It's the beginning of the tanning process. However, tonu was taught they agree you are allowed to salt meat on top of these hides if you intend to roast the meat. That's because not too much salt is used and the amount of salt that would fall on the hide isn't an issue of Ma'abed. But now Amr he qualifies this and says that's only if you want to use the meat for roasting if you want to use it for cooking you're not allowed to do so that's because you put too much salt on it and that amount of salt is already considered Ma'abed, it's already considered like you're starting the tanning process for these hides. The Gemara asks, Isn't that obvious? It's said that only if you're using it for for roasting So we say, no. is teaching us Even if you want to roast it, but you're going to put the amount of salt that you would usually put if you want to cook the meat. User, that's also usur. And Tana we have a related halakh, the brass tells us, Ein You are not allowed to salt the fats, b'hen, and you're not allowed to turn them over. Now, even though chilev is forbidden to eat, it's allowed to be used for other purposes, such as food for his animals. So he's not allowed to salt the chilev of an animal and yontif, in order to preserve it. This is ma'abed, similar to tanning a hide. He may not even turn over the pieces, as this is going to lead him to salting them. But Mishim rabbi, the rabbi Shua, they said, He's allowed to spread them out in the wind, Al Gabi on of pegs, and that way they're going to end up being preserved. They're not going to go bad. Now, Amr of Masna he says halacha like Rabbi Yishua. Some say Amr of Masna that ain't halacha shu, the not like Rabbi Yishua. The Gemara analyzes. We understand according to Amr that the halacha is like Rabbi rich We would need Rav Masna to teach us that. I would have thought Rabbi Halachah Karabim. Then anytime you have an individual arguing with the majority, so the halacha is always like the majority, and we say that Rabbi Yishu is the individual. The Tanakama is assumed to be the rabban, and they're the majority. So of course the halacha would be like the Tanakama. So. That's why the Chiddush would be that halacha kiyachid, halacha is like the yachid, like Rabbi Yeshua. But El Amand Amr, according to the Mand Amr, thereof Masna had said in halacha that halacha is not like Rabbi Yeshua, Peshitta. Isn't that obvious? Yachid vrabim, halacha Anytime we have an individual arguing with the majority, of course halacha is like the majority. So the Gemara answer is Mao you might have thought that Mestaber time to Rabbi Yeshua, that Rabbi Yeshua's reasoning is actually very logical. that Eli Sharislay, if you're not going to allow him to put this fat on top of these pegs, then Mimna Valesh Shachid, he's going to end up withholding, he's not going to shack this animal on yontif, and now there's going to be a decrease in his Simchas Yantif. the is, that he's still not allowed to do that and he's not allowed to put his fat pieces on top of these pegs. The Gemara asks, So why is this different than the case of placing hides in front of people to step on them? Beis Hill says you are allowed to place these hides in areas where people are going to step on them even though that's the beginning of the tanning process whereas Beis Hill would say that you are not allowed to take these pieces of fat and put them on pegs. What's the difference? The Gemara you'd all found, based on top answers Hossam over there in the case of the hides so it's not apparent that he's trying to tan the hides. Why is that? That's because you could sit on them. It was very common that they would sit on hides and carpets that were on the floor. So therefore, if it's on the floor, it doesn't actually look like he's trying to tan them. But over here, people are going to end up saying, my time is Why is it that Rabbanon allowed me to take these fat pieces and put them on top of these pegs? So that they don't spoil. So what's the difference if I put them on the pegs or if I just salt them? And then he's going to end up salting them and that's an Isra dai raisa. That's why you're not allowed to put them on the pegs. And on Rav Yehudah he says, a person is allowed to salt many pieces of meat at once on Yontif, even though he really only needs one piece for Yantif. Now, Barafa, he would do a little bit of a trick, Umalch Garmagarma, and he would salt it piece by piece. He would not salt all the meat at once. He would take one piece and say, I want this for my Yantif sudo." He would salt it and then say, You know, I don't really want this piece. I want a different piece. And he would do that to every piece until he successfully salted every single piece. And this Mishnah as well we had yesterday, Beishame Ayim Beishame says, Amos and be-yontif. you're now to remove the trees and the shutters on Yantif with Beishil and Alpha Beishil Maturs, even to replace them. We had said these shutters were used to display wares. This Hill was makel for them even to be replaced on yontif because if this wasn't allowed, the shopkeeper wouldn't remove them at all, preventing others from taking items necessary for yontif, thereby decreasing simchas yontif. Beis held that even removing them is aser because of stira, and we're going to discuss this in the Gemara. Now the Gemara has my and what shutters are being referred to over here. Amarul he says triisah hanuyah shutters of storefronts, not regular brick and mortar storefronts. Specifically talking about kiosks, booth, stalls, something which is not connected to the ground. It's not machabel karka. Right now we're understanding this booth is considered a kli. It's not considered like a house. It's not considered like a building, and therefore. Hill holds, ain't binyan steer bekalim. there's no problem to take it off and to put it back on. It's not like a problem of binyan. Now, Amar ula, he says, There are three things the Chum allowed the end of it to be accomplished because of the beginning. As we would say, the end justifies the means. Namely, the final act, which is permitted on Yantif, which really has nothing to do with Yantif, is permitted nonetheless because if not, then people would refrain completely from this activity and that would cause a decrease of Simchas Yantif. Now, what are these three things? they allowed you to take this hide and put it in front of people that are going to. Step on it, even though that's the beginning of the tanning process. and you're allowed to replace the shutters of the stores. The Chazar Sweetie and the replacement of a bandage in the base Hamikdash. Applying a bandage on Shabbos is usher. However, Kain isn't allowed to do Havodah with a bandage on his hand because Chatzitza. This Kain is allowed to replace the bandage after performing the Havide because if he wasn't allowed to, he wouldn't take it off in the first place, thereby being prevented from doing Havodah. So these are three cases of Ula. Another case, Rachava Am Rebbe Huda. says the name of Huda. Now, this is not Rabbi Huda the Tana, Rashi points out. This is Rav Yehuda the Amaira, and the only reason why we're calling him Rebbe Huda the is because he was Ruchav's Rebbe, so Ruchav is saying in the name of his Rebbe, Reb Yehuda, which is really Rav Yehuda. Even his storekeeper opened up a barrel of wine, and he started selling a new dough on Yontif. This is on Yontif. This is according to Reb Yehuda. To Amar Yigmar, he's allowed to complete doing that. He's allowed to finish doing that even after Yontif. Now, what's this talking about? Ami Ratzamar assumed to be lax when it comes to ritual purity, and therefore any food touched by them is considered to be tameh. Therefore, a chaver, which is a term used for one who isn't an Amma should not. Not buy food touched by an Amaaretz. However, this Gazero does not apply during Yontif. Namely, if an amarats touches something during Yontif, it is not considered to be Tame on Yontif. Now, Rabbi Huda holds that a shopkeeper that opened up a new barrel of wine to sell on Yontif or made fresh bread during Yontif to sell, he may sell it to Chavir even after Yontif, even though Ama ratzim definitely touched it on Yontif. It's for the above-mentioned reason. If after yontif, a Chavir is not going to be allowed to buy this wine because it was touched by an Amarats on Yontif, then he won't bother selling it on Yontif in the first place, and that's going to cause a decrease in Simchas Yontif. And now we analyze these three cases mentioned by Ula. Arlefnei Ula. Had told us they were allowed to take these hides and we're allowed to put it in front of people that are going to step on it. Ask the Gemara Tanina, we had learned that in the Mishnah today. What's the chiddush of Ula? What is he telling us that we didn't know from the Mishnah? We answer, Mahdi you might have thought, de the reason why Bezil allows this to be done is Mishum de That's because you could sit on it and Vafilum Erev Even if you had a hide from an animal that was shechted on an Erev Yantif, you would be allowed to take that hide and put it on the floor on Yantif because it doesn't really look like you're doing anything. Kamash 1, the is that no, he threw The only reason why the hide is allowed to be placed on the floor is because if you're not allowed to do that, then you're not going. To end up shechting the animal in the first place. So the Yontif in the Erev Yantif So therefore, it's only talking about a hide of an animal that was shected on Yantif, because if not, you're not going to end up shechting the animal. However, a hide from an animal that was shected before Yontif is not allowed to be placed on the floor. We asked the same question regarding the next case. We had also learned that in the Mishnah, that base hill allows you to replace that triss. So what's the Hiddish of Ula? We say, you might have thought if we only had the Mishnah that the, Mishnah, the whole reason of base hill is Mishum that ain't binyan, steer, beka'lim. There's no issue of binyan or steer, beka'lim specifically referring to. Movable objects and even if you had a movable object in your house that had nothing to do with a storefront, and there was no storefront discussion over here, that you'd be allowed to replace or take off that truss, take off that shutter, or put it back on to this keli that's in your house. Kamash the avula is he tirusay from shimt chilas, and the only allowed replacing it because of the beginning the in the batim loy. You're only allowed to replace the shutter of a storefront because if not, he wouldn't take it off in the first place, and then people would have a decrease in Simchas yontif. However, if it's a shutter, if it's something that is inside a house, that is not allowed on yontif. We have the same question regarding the last case. Chazars Ritiyah b'Mikdash Nami We also learned that in the Mishnah. Magzirun A is allowed to replace his bandage in the base of Mikdash. Medina, but not if he's outside the base of Mikdash. So what's the Chiddush of Ula? The Chiddush is Ma'uditemi. You might have thought time of my Mishum the Ain Shvus of The reason why he's allowed to replace it in the base of Mikdash is because there's no iser drabbanin that's relevant in the base of Mikdash. That's called Ain Shvus of Mikdash. And Afilu Kain the Lav Baravvaida who even a kain who's not a Baravvaida. Let's say he's a balmom. He's not able to do avvaida, but he wants to take off his bandage. Let's say he wants to wash his hands. He would also be allowed to replace it. You might. Have thought that Kamash Mal is he threw aside from Mishum the Bar in only if he's a Bar only if he's going to be prevented from doing that Vaida, if he's not able to replace his bandage then we say you're allowed to replace your bandage but the law of Bar Loi if he's not a Bar if he's a balmum then he is not allowed to replace his bandage even though it's a Shvas and now the Gemara asks on the case of Rachava even in the case of opening his barrel on Yontif Tanina that was also taught in the Mishnah Habasechas Chavisu Al someone who opens up a new barrel of wine and he starts a new dough to be sold on Yontif Rabbi Huda Aimer Yigmar He's allowed to continue selling it to Chavayrim even after Yantif. They say, Lo yigmar. he's not allowed to continue selling it to Chavayrim after Yantif. He's limited. He has to sell it only to after Yontif. So, what exactly is the Chidish of Rachava? So, the Gemara answers, you might have thought that Thomas arts beregel. this Kazer that we usually say that anything in Amor arts touches is considered Tameh, but on Regel, on Yantif, that's lifted and it's not considered Tameh. The Rabban actually consider it as if it's actually Tahar, and if he touches something, it's not Tameh Bichlal even after Yantif. And even if if this shopkeeper had not started selling this barrel of wine, for example, and an Arts touched that barrel of wine on Yantif, he would be allowed to sell that wine after Yantif to a chaver. Kamashmon, the Chiddush is, is that no. They only allowed the end because of the beginning. Hischil in, loy Only if the shopkeeper started selling this barrel of wine and then an Arts touched it, we're going to say it's no problem selling this wine after Yantif even to a chaver. However, if he had not started selling this barrel of wine and an Arts touched it, then it's considered Tameh after the Rego, and he is now allowed to sell it to a chaver. And now the Gemara asks, why didn't Ula say the case of Rechava? Why did he stop at three cases? Why not quote the case of Rechava?" So we answer, like he didn't want to get involved in the case of Machlekes. This is a Machlekes between Reb Yehudah and the Rabbanan, and therefore he didn't want to mention that case. The Gemara asks, in These cases mentioned by Ula are also Machlekes between Beisham and Beis So what does that mean? He doesn't want to get involved in Machlekes. He is talking about cases that are a Machlekes. The Gemara answers, Beis and, and Beis Hill ain't Whenever we have Machlekes Beisham, Sham Beis opinion is considered ain't Mishnah. It's considered not authoritative. That's because we almost always possible. Like beishil, So therefore, it's not really considered like he's getting involved in Machlaikis. Another Gemara says Masnisan D'leiky Hatana. Our Mishnah is not like the following Tana. The Tana we have a b'risa. So, Amr B'Shim Ben Elazar. He says The agrees. that you are allowed to remove the shutters of the storefronts on Yantif. Lo Nechel K'uel They only argue in regards to replacing them. Shem i Eirum Ein Machzirun Beis Af Machzirun. Beisham holds you are not allowed to put them back, and Beis holds you are allowed to put them back. Obviously, that's not like our Mishnah because our Mishnah says they argue even in regards to taking them off. And now this b'risa continues with Medvav. When is it stated that they have this machlekes That's when they have a tzir. Now, a tzir in modern Hebrew is a hinge. Here it's more accurate to call it a pivot, a peg protruding from the shutter that's inserted into a hole in the door frame, securing it in place. So the machlekes says, if it has this pivot, avol However, if it does not have this pivot, they call mutter, everyone would agree that it's mutter to replace it. As the Gmarvatan, you have a b'risa the medvarim when is it they argue if it doesn't have this pivot? Avol yesh if it has this pivot, they everyone agrees that it's usir. So these two brises contradict each other. Other. So Amrabai he answers is actually three different scenarios. Everyone agrees that it's usher to replace it if it has this pivot on the side. Meaning, if it has a pivot on the top and on the bottom, and these two pegs are inserted into a hole in the door frame on the top and on the bottom, everyone agrees that's going to be usher. That's because that's daim That's actually like your building. That's like a regular door, and therefore you are not allowed to replace it. If it doesn't have any sort of peg, it's just really a block of wood being placed into the door frame. Everyone agrees it's permitted to replace it. Even Beishama would agree to that. It has this peg, this pivot, in the middle of the door, meaning it has only one peg. top, We're going to be geyser that even when it has only this one peg, so it's not really like binyan. nonetheless we're going to be geyser that's usher because a person might end up replacing it if it has two, and then that's a problem, and we're not geyser in that case. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.